The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do on the show every morning is go through some live mortgage rates for different programs. And we do a deep dive into a different loan topic every day. Today's topic is going to be commercial property loans. Our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 28 years of experience as a loan officer and a realtor, is going to do a deep dive into commercial loans here. But before we do that, we'll do what we do every day, which is pull up some live rates. So Nick, if you're ready, let's pull up our pricing tool and see what the rates are looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and check it out. So as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates and the APR, including all the fees for today. It is September 13th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all of our general programs are live. If you'd like a full breakdown of all the fees that go into the APR, a full loan estimate, please get with one of our team members. We have over 400 licensed loan officers in 24 states, and we can do our commercial business purpose loans in 44 states, which is our topic for today. So for our general programs, we're always going to do a demo comparing the same scenario. So we'll always set up a $400,000 loan amount. We'll set all our demos to an 80 LTV, 20% down payment. We'll set the desired price to 99, means we'll ask the computer to find the best rate at one discount point in cost. And we'll compare our programs. We'll start with conforming conventional, then we'll check out FHA, and then we'll go into expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional programs. We also have VA and USDA available, but VA is only for eligible vets and active service members. If you are eligible, let us know. You can quote it, no problem. And same with USDA, that's only for eligible properties. So if you do happen to be shopping in a USDA area, we can quote that for you, no problem. But we don't do that live. We will do conforming conventional first, purchase, 30-year fixed, set it as primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated FICO of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40%. So with these settings, as we do every day, let's check out the rates this morning. And it's about the same as it was yesterday. It looks like 7.375, 0.75 discount points and costs. That's our final APR at 7.533. So it's a good option for our customers that qualify for conventional and hopefully the rates only go down from here, as we all know we're at the uh, highest rates in a while. But if our customer doesn't qualify for conventional, typically the next option we check out is FHA. So if we set up the same exact scenario, switch to FHA, we'll keep everything else exactly the same. FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit issues, as well as a higher debt-to-income ratio. But we'll keep everything exactly the same, so we can compare APR apples to apples here. So for this morning, FHA, and it's about the same as it was yesterday as well. 6.5 rate, 0.875 discount points in cost, puts our final APR at 7.088. <clears throat> so in this example, if our customer qualifies for both conventional and FHA, FHA is actually a little bit cheaper, even with the mortgage insurance, uh, both upfront and yearly required. So 
Uh, definitely recommend our customers check out uh, FHA. It's definitely a good option. And our customers that must use FHA, those changes to reduce those fees are awesome. Now, where we really specialize here is if our customer doesn't qualify for conventional or FHA, many other banks or lenders don't have other options, but that's where we come in, where we have over 5,000 additional options to use alternative income under expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So when we select this option, everything else will stay exactly the same. However, we can choose a new income option. So full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. That's two years of tax returns, what most people are used to. So we'll typically choose a non-QM program to take advantage of the alternates, such as asset related, business bank statement, our investor programs are only for investment properties. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, personal bank statement 12 month is what we use for our demo. That's the most popular program. We also have RSU, stated income, DOE, 1099, PL, and no income CDFI, all kinds of different options. For the demo, we always use the 12-month bank statement. That's the most popular for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, may have various write-offs and may not qualify at all, or just may not quite be able to get enough income for the home they really want. So we solve that problem in this case by using no tax returns at all, just the last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio, in this example of 40%, using just the cash in the bank, no tax returns involved. So most of our self-employed borrowers qualify for double or triple the income using this method and can therefore get the home they really want. So let's check out our bank statement options this morning. Well, about the same as it was yesterday. This top option here, 7.5 rate, 2.125 discount points and costs, puts our final APR at 7.604. So this is a great option, almost identical to conventional today for our non-QM bank statement options. And if you scroll down here, you see we have hundreds of different versions of this program. Some at a little higher rates and costs may allow things uh, like credit events, such as bankruptcies or foreclosures or other items that would otherwise cause our customer to not qualify at all. So we can use alternative income and get around other guideline issues as well using some of these amazing programs. So please get with our team to find which of these hundreds of programs work best for you. Now we always do live rates for investors as well. So for our final two demos here, we wanna do some investment property loans. So whether you're a first time investor or seasoned investor, we wanna show all the great options. So we'll set up the same scenario, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment, and we'll compare our investment property options, conforming conventional, and then we'll check out our non-QM expanded guideline options. Government programs, FHA, VA, and USDA do not work for investments. So we'll start with conforming conventional. Everything will stay exactly the same as all our other demos. The only thing we've changed is the occupancy here. So we can see what the conventional programs have added to the rates for investment properties. And here are the best option, 7.625 rate, three discount points and costs for a final APR of 7.858. So this is a good option for investors that wanna take advantage of the conventional programs and rates. Uh, but typically most investors will ask for other options. Three discount points is very expensive. That's $12,000 in this example. Most investors would rather spend that on another investment and get a quote at a higher rate for lower discount points. Unfortunately, conventional, just with the way the rates are right now, doesn't have any options. That's where we love to present our non-QM options. 
So for the final demo, we'll solve our borrower's problem here by presenting some expanded guideline non-QM options to compare. So for non-QM investment properties, first we must select income and the most popular income option by far is going to be our DSCR program because that doesn't require any income or employment info from our borrower. Simply use the estimated rents to determine a DSCR, stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the debt service coverage ratio uh, is over 1.00, that means that the property cash flows on a monthly basis. The estimated rents cover the PITIA of the mortgage. We even have options for ratios under 1.00 where the property rents do not cover the PITIA of the mortgage, aka the property does not cash flow. For the demo, we always put 1.5 as the highest value so we can see all the different programs. And the final thing is a prepayment penalty, which is standard on these investment property non-QM programs. We always choose three years. That's the most common. We can choose zero. That will show less programs and cost more money. We can choose five years, which will again show less programs, but save our borrowers some money. Since three years is the most common, that's what we always choose for the demo here. So let's check out the DSCR options this morning. Still right there with conventional, almost beating them. So we've beat conventional a couple times this uh, last couple weeks. Uh, today we're right there, 7.875 rate for a DSCR, 0.975 discount points and costs. So we've solved our borrower's problem there with the reduced costs. And our final APR comes in at 7.941. So almost identical to conventional. I'd say 90% plus of investors that are presented with a conventional option and a DSCR option, especially when they're almost identical in APR, we'll choose a DSCR option. Now you see there's tons of different options here. Some at higher rates and costs may allow things like foreclosures, bankruptcies, other uh, credit events and things that would cause us to not qualify otherwise. So those options work for that. Some of these may allow the use of short-term rental income, very common request. And to segue into my next uh, segment here for Jose's, some of these may allow some mixed use features and more commercial features. So what we see on the daily rates is always for our one to four unit residential properties. But today we're gonna talk about our programs, which are similar, but for commercial properties. So for commercial properties, uh, DSCR is more of a traditional uh, program for those. Uh, but Jose has some other examples that may use DSCR and may not use DSCR. Uh, so once we get into the commercial world, we obviously can't quote that instantly, uh, but Jose has some examples here uh, where we can uh, get into a commercial property. And obviously uh, we don't just have live instant rates. It's definitely uh, a trickier situation there, but uh, Jose, you got some good examples for us here today. Yes, sir. I have a nice variety of uh, examples here for us outside of the box options uh, to give us some a nice context to everything that's possible out there in the commercial world. Now, one, one thing to note about the commercial loans is that usually they're going to be non-recourse because they're going to be very large loans, obviously uh, made to an entity. But in the commercial world, we have a, a myriad of different options that we can have uh, depending on if you're an owner-occupied property or if it's a pure investment-type property, and also just depending on the type of property and, the, and on the type of business. 
because there's so many different uh, uh, types of options out there, whether it's, you know, restaurant or office building or whatever you may be doing. So I have uh, a nice mix of uh, purchase options here. So let me uh, share the first one here with us. Um, first one is a restaurant purchase. Now, we all know during the pandemic, uh, this became very tricky. Uh, restaurant options, you're really looking at either it's going to be a pure investment where you're not going to occupy it. I mean, it's not going to be your business or it could be you're just buying the business um, just to have somebody else actually, you know, buying the location to have somebody run it, in, in which case you wouldn't be an owner occupant. So the example I have here is for someone that is uh, not doing an SBA purchase here, right? So you'd be looking at a rate. Now, mind you, also on the commercial world, it's really going to be so specific to the deal, right? They're going to weigh out the risk, uh, you know, location, borrower, I mean, they're going to vet everything. And then after they assess the risk, they're going to give you a rate. So the rate is not going to be set in stone, right? I mean, it, you, they, you would have to have the deal reviewed and then they're, they'll give you the exact rate. Usually they're going to give you a range when they're talking to you without reviewing yet the docs. It could be anywhere from, you know, the low nines to the low 12s. Right. So I basically put it somewhere in the middle here at uh, 10 and a half percent. Now, one thing also about the commercial deals is that the comp can either be all borrower paid or you can have, in some cases, a combination of borrower and lender paid. The commercial world does allow that. So it really depends on which option that you're you're using. So here we're figuring 10 0.5% at 75% LTV for our restaurant purchase. So self-storage facilities, which are very popular now. Now, the, this is a full dock option, but they also offer a light dock option that does not use any tax returns. It's you know, They're going to vet it on the uh, bank statements, uh, of the borrower, and they do have a DSCR option as well, like Nick was mentioning. So again, in this case, we're looking at uh, 75% LTV rate, uh, rate 10.75%. Hotels are another uh, um, category that we can assist you with, the hotels, motel, bed and breakfast also we can assist you with. Um, they offer 30-year fully amortizing uh, as well as five to 10-year terms with 25-year amortization as well. So something to note. And w again, this is a scenario where they're going to vet the risk on the deal, right? They're, they're going to look at the experience of the operator and that's where they're going to see if they're going to give you the longer amortization or the shorter amortization, right? It's it's all about the risk, about the property location uh, in the commercial world. They have a, it's their uh, prerogative to do whatever they want. Basically, if they don't like it for whatever reason, 
um, they can deny the deal. They don't like where the property's located or any of the factors like that. They can just not do the deal. So again, you're usually going to have some sort of a range up front, and then they'll give you your exact rate once they review everything. So here, uh, this is for a 60-unit multifamily. We do have great options here at the mortgage calculator for your large multifamily loans. Now, this is usually going to be a 5 to a 10 or a 10-year term with a 25 or 30-year amortization, again, depending on the risk. But what you will see here is that the uh, rate is very low. You're looking at somewhere around a 6% rate, right? So this example here, and this is actually a quote, you know, that we have some points look a little scary, but that's a $5 million purchase. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's about to say, you know, and this is an actual uh, deal. I mean, an actual quote that we've sent out um, to borrowers um, for vendors that, that we have that offer you know, our conduits that we have for this product. So 6%, very good uh, option there. So anyone looking for those large multifamilies, we are your source. So even though today's not an SBA show, I wanted to include SBA in commercial because if you're an owner-occupant occupying at least 50.01% of the space, you are eligible for an SBA loan. I will note, though, for an SBA loan, you have to be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident. Uh, Non-permanent resident aliens are not applicable for for, uh, um, SBA loans. So, again, with the SBA uh, risk-based, property-based, so it is a little bit of a range here. So we're looking, in this case, uh, it could be anywhere from the high nines to the low 11s for the SBA. Uh, we're looking at uh, 1% uh, loan origination there, uh, $1 million loan, $1 million purchase, 100% financing. Now, this is applicable when the borrower is an existing business uh, for at least two years and they are currently occupying a space for their business doesn't have to be the space that they're buying, but a lot of times that, that ends up being what it is, but they are, they have been occupying a space renting for their business for at least two years. And they can provide that uh, rental payment history and all the other business vetting for the last two years. Uh, and they would be able to finance 100% of the transaction. So that is a great option for business owners that want to transition their business uh, from renting a space to owning a space. This this happens a lot, for example, with warehouses, right? You have the business, you're renting, renting a warehouse, business is going well, now you want to buy your own warehouse, maybe a bigger one. So very good option there for 100% financing of an investment property. Now, this example, SBA, is for our our more quote-unquote traditional SBA option, which is up to a 90% loan-to-value. This would be for a brand-new business 
right? Or, or somebody that's not currently, for whatever reason, they have a business, but they're not paying rent. Um, well, then they wouldn't be able to qualify for the 100% financing because they wouldn't have the, the uh, rental payment history to show. And obviously, if they're not in business for at least two years, also wouldn't be able to meet that category. So rates are going to be the same, though. Uh, 10, in this case, I chose 10.75, and it's uh, 1% loan origination. Now, this is uh, one here really cool I wanted to throw out there, right? This is really can show you how creative we can get with commercial loans. Now, this is a bridge loan, right? It's a commercial fixed flip, but this is a very interesting uh, scenario. This is a three million. This, okay, this property, and this is an actual quote that that we sent to a customer for a deal they're trying to put together. This is an old United Airlines office building, and the borrower is looking to convert the building into Class A professional offices, a forty-unit Class A professional office building so there's a three million dollar rehab and it's a three million dollar purchase and the arv is eight million dollars so in this example we were able to get and we were able to get uh, a five million one hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollar why don't they just say 5.2 million right loan uh and uh, let me show you the rate. So we're looking at 65% uh, LTV to the ARV and 86.65% loan to cost, right? These are really good numbers. Uh, and you're looking at 10.99% rate. So Purchase price three million, loan amount five million one hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine is pretty good deal considering you know, customers going to have to come up with eight hundred thousand dollars plus their closing costs, but it's still a very good deal uh, when you look at the overall structure. Uh, and then obviously this would get refinanced into the end loan. Uh, which was um, yesterday's uh, event, the end loan, uh, you know, which would be something probably through the same outlet that we're using to quote that 60-unit building, uh, probably somewhere around the six low 6% range for, for this property. So very good commercial options out there outside the box, uh, situation so that you are aware of all of the opportunities uh, that you have here as an MLO and that all the options that we have for our borrowers at the mortgage calculator. All right. It looks like we do have a couple of questions coming in here so we can highlight those on the screen. Michael's asking for the restaurant and self-storage purchases. Do the investors prefer you to have experience with those property types? Uh, and then the second question is, do they adjust the LTV for inexperienced borrowers? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. That's what I was mentioning, that they vet the risk, all the risk inherent to the deal before they really give you the terms. So that's why uh, in their rate sheets, if you want to call them that, uh, they're always going to be vague about 
you know, the LTVs, they'll tell, you know, up to this amount of LTV and ranges and rates starting at, but then after that, they're going to adjust for everything and definitely experience level of the um, owner is going to be a big one. Now, um, I mean, it really depends on if you're talking about now owner, operator, or, you know, like somebody that's occupying the space. Again, for SBA, that's a little different, you know, because SBA is used to, if you're new, coming in and, uh, you know, they're going to vet you that way. On the commercial side, the true commercial, you know, they're, they're going to be a lot stricter regarding those matters. All right. And there is another question here from Nicole um, asking what options are possible for foreign nationals, saying that she know you said SBA is a no go. But on these other uh, property deal types, uh, what options are available for foreign nationals? Uh, That's going to be hit or miss. You know, not every commercial option is available for a foreign national borrower. The commercial uh, conduits pretty much make up their own rules. Right. So if they decide they want to lend to foreign nationals, they'll lend to foreign nationals If they decide they don't want to. So, again, it may be a scenario where they may not have it written in stone that they don't lend to foreign nationals, because if you have a foreign national with a lot of experience, then that's a whole different story. Right. If they have a track record uh, that you can provide then you stand a lot better chance. But I will say that, yeah, it's not a guarantee that every option, uh, every commercial option would be possible for a, for a Fort National. Remember, there's no lending laws or discrimination laws for commercial, right? SBA obviously can't discriminate you when you apply with them and comply with their programs. But uh, what Jose just presented, there's no, you know, technically discrimination or lender laws or anything like that, right? So... They can do it if they want to. They don't have to do it if they don't want to, right? Up to the day of funding, right? They don't like the way something looks or ends up or something comes back that's weird. Uh, remember, it's not like a traditional loan. So you got to be uh, very careful there, especially with property type issues, uh, like environmental issues, right, Jose, are the things that uh, that come up that nobody can control, really. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's no law that says they have to close uh, if they found something that they don't like. Yeah, with, with the SBA, it's a little bit different because that's a government-backed loan. So and it is uh, using taxpayer money. Uh, it's a subsidized program, basically. So they do reserve that for U.S. citizens and uh, uh, U.S. permanent residents. All right. I don't see any other questions, so we can go ahead and wrap it up. If you want some more info here, visit us at themortgagecalculator.com. And we do this show every single weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern where we go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll be right back here tomorrow with a different topic. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. And we'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.